0: Welcome back to another edition of the Journey Insider Podcast. Um, We want to give you an inside look on things that are happening at Journey Church and get you more connected um, so that you can see what's going on at Journey Church. And right now we are in the middle of a uh, sermon series that's um, very timely. Now, we say that about all of our message series. Like, I'm trying to think back, what were some of the other
1: uh series is that we've put out there this year, well, we've talked about revival, obviously that was an important one. We talked about our words, the power of our words uh the last the series before this we we hit on um shipwrecked, which we talked about a lot of important stuff so yeah for for me, I'm thinking everything is important, but this one that we're on right now, I think is really important it's important because it um it's, I mean, if Satan can get into this area right here, then he can really affect everything. And, as, you know, we're talking about marriage. We're talking about uh, two people becoming one, and, it, and his whole thing is division. And so if he can divide in a marriage, he can divide in a family, and he can divide in a church, uh, he can divide in purpose, he can divide in a business. I mean, so it affects, it really does affect everything. So this one really is important on a whole other level.
0: It's kind of funny because we were talking before the first Sermon, I believe, before the first message that you preached about how this sermon series, um, in some ways, in a weird way, is kind of more controversial than some of the others that we have tackled. Like, for instance, you take something like talking about the gifts of the Spirit or speaking in tongues and things like that. People come from different uh, backgrounds, and maybe that's uncomfortable for them, so, in, so it makes it sort of semi-controversial in a way. But the idea of marriage and what that's supposed to look like is so can be so different from one couple to the next, depending on what their background is and all of that, that you know, this can be kind of a a hot topic.
1: Yeah, I, I spend a lot of time praying and reading and having conversations with a lot of people because basically, when you start talking about people's marriage, it's a real um it's a real deep topic because it's real close to people, and because, like you're saying, everybody has different perspectives on how they grew up, how they saw a marriage happen um what their feelings are as far as um men and women and husbands and wives, and all of those hot topics that go in there and so some of the things we hit in the first week were i mean some very crucial things about leadership in a marriage, and that leadership is not the same thing as lordship, and different ideas like that, and and how we deal with those hot-button issues as far as submission and and sacrifice, and how both of those words are two words that lead to the same fruit. They lead both to serving one another, but what does that really look like? And so all those things are pretty complex, um, and they, you know, everybody's coming with a different perspective, but I think if we do things God's way and God's way and, and really ended the the thought on that first message in the series with with the, the idea that God gave you your spouse or God gave you your mate as a gift to show them how much he loves them through you. And I think that once people get the heart of that, that it's really about serving one another, then all those complexities and all those ideas about how I grew up and how we were raised and all these things really get simplified um, but there's a lot of layers to coming through all that to get to that point. And so um, it's, it's been important to understand that. It's been important to um, sift through all those things. Um, but there are some pretty complex issues as we get into marriage, obviously, and communication and all those things that go into it.
0: So if this is the first time that you are uh, checking out a Journey Insider podcast, you've been uh, hearing uh, Sean Phillips lead pastor at Journey Church, uh, commenting on our current sermon series, Kingdom Marriages. Of course, I'm Aaron Poor, the associate pastor here, and we also have with us uh, Jeremy Phillips, who heads up our media and a lot of other really important things at Journey Church.
2: Yeah, so like in marriages, as far as my perspective, it's something where if that's going well, then it doesn't really matter in some ways, what else is going on in your life, and so it's kind of like your relationship with God. If you're having a really strong relationship with God, a lot of other things can be happening around you, but you can still have a center and a peace and be able to really take on anything else that's going on around you, and so marriages is kind of like the same thing. If your marriage is not really operating on all cylinders, um, in a similar way, if your relationship with God is weak, then anything else that's happening around you can kind of derail a lot of other things. And so it's one of the most central, important things to have operating from a kingdom mindset and from God's perspective, because it's it's really tied closely to your relationship with God, and it's one of those things that God created to help you in life. You have a helpmate, you have a, a helper, and if, that, if there's division there, then... Anything else that happens is going to be more of a struggle, and so you have to figure out how to get that thing, that area of your life, really operating on godly principles, or it's going to affect other areas. Well, I think that, like you're talking about the,
1: the, you know, things can be going on on the outside as as long as you got that handled well, that you can still have a solid, you know, center. That's really, you know, something that I addressed in the second message in the series talking about powerful people. And for those of you guys who are in there, you'll you'll remember that and be reminded of that, but a power powerless person believes that everything happens outside of them affects them. Um, but really what's in you is really what determines how powerful you are. And if you have a powerful person who says, you know what, I'm going to manage myself no matter what happens on the outside of me, you get two powerful people in marriage Uh, then you can start to work towards health because we're not believing the lie that you make me angry or you make me mad. It's really I can manage what's happening on the inside of me, and that can lead to health, which then led to your message, Pastor Aaron, where you talked about that idea of prayer. And if you can have two powerful uh, people who are healthy, that's, that's great. We need to get to that point. But really, your marriage also has an identity. It's not just two separate powerful people, but your marriage has an identity.
0: Yeah, it's. It, I think that that's one of the reasons why. And of course, that you know, when I was talking about that idea right there, it was all in the context of um, praying together. Um, but I think that idea of your marriage having an identity um, is a reason why you can get a marriage that's in trouble that's made up of two healthy Christian people. You know, it's like, well, well, I don't get it. He's following Jesus. She's following Jesus. Why don't they have a good marriage? You know, it's because he's putting all his focus on his relationship with God. She's putting all her focus on her relationship with God. And the marriage itself is being neglected. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've got, I'm have got i just being totally transparent. I've gone through a season uh, where that was happening with uh, Sarah and I, you know, with my wife and I where you know, I'm like, well, hey, we're both healthy people. We both love Jesus, we both pray, we both worship God, we serve God, um, and we have a great life together. But the amount of time that we were being really intentional and really strategic, and as the husband, I mean, I've got to take the responsibility there, uh, we just weren't putting a lot of time into that because we spend so much time together serving together, and that can be A real issue for a lot Mm -hmm. of people, you know. Think about people; they lead a real life group or whatever, and so there's this feeling that, well, we serve God together.
1: We we have this life that's centered around Jesus, but and you're like two Christian roommates, basically, right? (laughs) Yeah, doesn't mean it's bad things going on. It's just not together, which leads to the fourth uh, sermon uh, in the series where I talked about vision and how sometimes you can get those if you're not on the same page, I mean, prayer leads you to having the same vision for marriage. And if you if you get those train tracks that are off, you know, one's going one direction, one's going the other, uh, eventually you're going to end up in two different places. And so it's so important to have vision for marriage and to uh, figure out what God's vision is rather than just two people going off in the different direction. You could have healthy people, but if you're not in the same direction, you're going to end up in two different places, and that's where a lot of people end up. After 20, 30 years of marriage, they find out that they're just two different— they're two people who have lived in the same house, but now they're in two different places, and they wonder what happened.
0: And the scary thing is, especially when you talk about vision, you know, you think about how you can have two people that their, their roads or their paths have kind of diverged, but those two roads may still— run in relatively the same direction for a long time so there isn't a red flag or a warning that we've gone off in completely different directions Mm -hmm. but gradually over time those roads are parting and getting farther and farther apart Mm -hmm. but and even if
1: they're side by side in a sense it's still, you're supposed to be in marriage on the same track. Right. I mean, you're you, it's not just good enough to be, you know, in, in eyesight of one another. I mean, you've got to be on the same track. I mean, it comes to parenting, it comes to finances, it comes in every area of your marriage. What was
0: that statistic that um, you quoted um, in one of those first two messages?
1: Uh, well, one of the statistics was, you know, we hear that, that whole thing about Fifty, you know, percent of marriages end in a divorce, and it's even like—I mean, I think you referenced it in your message too. But it sometimes it looks even higher among Christians, which is really false for a number of reasons. But one of the statistics that um, I was looking at, it said that among active um, conservative Protestants who attend church regularly, they have—they are thirty, I believe, it's thirty-five percent less likely to divorce than those with no religious preference. And so if you have people who say, God is at the center of my marriage, and listen, if you got two different people who both say, I want Jesus at the center of my marriage, or even if I want Jesus at the center of my life, and you start going towards Jesus, eventually, if that is true, you will start to cross paths somewhere, hopefully because Jesus will lead you there. The problem is most of us aren't honest about that, and we say we want Jesus' way, but we're not really following that way. Um, But if you start going towards Jesus and you start going towards one another, And you have God truly at the center of your marriage, and you get a vision for what your marriages look like together God's vision for your particular marriage because your marriage has its own identity. Then that's when you get on the same page, that's when prayer starts to work, that's when vision starts to happen, that's when you have two powerful people coming together for the kingdom purposes of God. And that's when you have that's when marriage starts to look fruitful rather than frustrating. And so, that's our hope. I mean, as we started this series. We just know that this is such an important topic, and if we get this right, good fruit comes in multiple areas of our life, and that's where, I mean, a lot of people are taken out of ministry, taken out of God's purposes because of this one area, because they don't have that down, and so this is an important topic.
0: Well, it's been, um, I think, incredibly healthy for, for people, for couples, and even for people that are going to be... Uh, entering into marriage in the future to be able to hear this and I know that we're heading into now obviously the Christmas season and a new um, message uh, series and all of that but I know that we've also talked about just for people that you know are still hungry for more um, you know important information and teaching and encouragement in this area. I know that we've talked about maybe picking this up again sometime after the first of the year in one way or another, yeah. uh, you know, it's still kind of in planning stages. And then we've also talked about uh, the possibility of um, hosting a marriage conference, mm-hmm. um, maybe in February or sometime. Yeah, possibly a
1: simulcast. Year. We did it mm-hmm. a couple years ago, but it's coming around again. And we just want to really make an investment in this area. We don't want to let Satan have any, door, any foothold. Uh, so we're just going to put some focus on it.
0: Yeah. So one of the things that we have done um, in an effort to uh, make make it as easy as possible um, for you to have a successful marriage, um, in addition to these messages that have been um, preached over the last few weeks, is uh, we also have, in addition to this podcast, we have a blog Um, that uh, gets sent out periodically, and um, we have included a list of resources that you can link to um, in this blog. So, Jeremy, how do people get to the blog?
2: Well, you know, a lot of people feel helpless in, in whatever situation that they're in, and they feel like that it can't change but you actually have a 100% chance of being able to change your marriage, and that's because you have the ability to Mm -hmm. change. And so you can grow, and you can become a powerful person, which just means you're saying, I am going to do whatever the right thing is, regardless of what the other person is going to do. I have that powerful position that I can affect positive change in that marriage. And so one of the things you can do is just take in more resources— related to how to have a kingdom marriage and a godly marriage. And so if you'll go to journeykc.com forward slash insider, you can have access to the blog and all the posts are there, and so we may have other posts ahead of that, but just scroll down um, until you find that marriage resources uh, post, and it'll have links to podcast books, things like that, that are going to help you to do your part in making a change, and preferably, you'll be listening to those or reading those together with your spouse.
1: Yeah, I think that was a good point. One thing I, I made a point of in the mess in one of the messages is when I was preaching the messages that I've I've preached in this series, I made a, a point to to say this message is not for your spouse. <laughs> this message is for you,
2: right. and so
1: your your goal in listening to these things is not just to, well, I hope my spouse gets this, or I hope my <laughs> they need to read this book, or you know, whatever. It's God's working in you, and let Him do the work in you that He needs to do.
0: Right. Yep. Well, we know how important marriages are, and we know the heart of God towards marriages is for them to be successful, healthy, happy, fruitful for the kingdom of God. And so, you know, this is something that's a a high value to Journey Church. And um, so stay tuned. You're going to see more on this. Um, Check out that blog. And uh, come back next time, uh, you know, watch out for another um, episode of Journey Insider, and we'll give you another inside look into what's happening at Journey Church.